0: With COVID affecting so many industries, how can you navigate this new job landscape? With help from the Future of Work, an in-depth series airing all this week
1: on 900CHML. Welcome back to Good Morning Hamilton on 900CHML. Rick Samprin with you. We are continuing our Future of Work series. Today we're focusing on... The labor shortage, it is a real thing. How has the pandemic-fueled labor shortage impacted the local job market here in Hamilton? Paul Shaklevich is a policy and government relations advisor with the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce. Paul, good morning. Thanks for joining us on the show today.
0: Hey, good morning, Rick, and thank you for uh, taking the time to reach out to us here at the Chamber Uh, appreciate chml's uh, efforts on this series very timely conversations of course in terms of what's happening with our local labor market
1: so what is happening and how has the pandemic fueled this labor shortage that we're seeing
0: so of course there are a, a number of different factors that are at play and of course the pandemic hasn't really helped any of them and a lot of these Uh, factors such as barriers to immigration, of course, over the last two years, challenges for uh, those immigrants, skill recognition when they do land here in Canada, supply chain challenges that everyone is well aware of, uh, as well as the increased demand on our supply chain that really hasn't been seen. And all of this is also paired with, of course, a lot of conversations around increased compensation for employees. And at the same time, workforces or sorry um, employers are also faced with the challenges of increasing climate change targets and those are raising costs for everyone as well and so there's there's a number of factors at play and and as i said there's some of these are really outside of the control of what our individual businesses can be doing here locally but there has been some effort that we have made at the chamber in partnership with mohawk college to empower our local businesses here with the now hiring Hamilton Project, which is live now online, and what it does is it 's really designed to help small to medium enterprises here in Hamilton face the challenges of recruitment, workforce development, and retention that they are now being faced with
1: we 're seeing a lot of signs either on on doors at businesses or online. We're hiring. Uh, I've never seen as many as I have uh, really in my entire life. There seems to be a thirst for people to, um, you know, come into the doors and, and and obtain the job. What are businesses here in Hamilton doing to attract those workers and retain the ones that they already have?
0: For sure. And so increasingly, you'll see that, you know, small to medium enterprises versus large ones, there's a real disparity between them in terms of what their human resource staffing and development exercises look like. And this is really critical because it's something that employers can individually do to empower themselves to attract and retain the type of talent they want to see. So some of the things we've been seeing is that Through the Now Hiring Hamilton project in partnership with Mohawk College, we conducted research here with local uh, SMEs. We did focus groups with over three dozen different SMEs and as well as a broader participation in the Employer One survey uh, in partnership with the City of Hamilton and Workforce Planning Hamilton. And what we found is through all that primary data collection we did is that recruitment is absolutely the most challenging thing employers are being faced with right now. And what they're saying is that the mismatches Uh, between employee expectations and employer, what they can actually offer is a critical piece. Um, there's, There's mismatches related to the salary and wages in terms of what they can offer, purported qualifications that candidates have working conditions around the jobs that may require physical labor or dangerous work, and the location that the work is being performed matters. Job seekers of today are demanding more of their job and their employer than ever, and the pandemic has really exacerbated this, and partially due to the higher cost of living, as well as just a greater awareness around the importance of mental and physical health in the workplace. But-
1: Paul, Paul, let me jump in because you only got a minute. Is, is there a big opportunity going forward for local businesses?
0: Absolutely. There's a huge opportunity. And and a lot of it is tapping into diverse populations. A critical thing that came out of the study is that uh, close to, uh, sorry, I'm going to pull up the stat here, 80% of uh, SMEs currently are not Uh, using formalized equity, diversity, and inclusion practices. And what that is, is it's preventing them from really tapping into uh, a wider set of candidates. And we need to facilitate that inclusive, equitable, and diverse hiring. And, you know, 44% of SMEs are doing that. 79% would like to learn more about how to do that. And so the Chamber, in partnership with our local training institutions, are really working on advancing those opportunities and formalizing policies and procedures for SMEs to uh, increase their potential
1: talent pool. Yeah, let's see that uh, continue to heighten down the road. Paul, appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us
0: of course, and have a great day. Looking forward to the rest of the series.
1: Awesome. Paul Shaklowitz is a policy and government relations advisor with the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce. Stay tuned. Uh, part two of today's Future of Work series, looking at how the pandemic has fueled a labor shortage in town. We're going to chat with a local physiotherapist who has seen her business greatly impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. With COVID
0: affecting so many industries, how can you navigate this new job landscape? With help from the Future of Work. An in-depth series airing all this week on 900-CHML.
1: Continuing our Future of Work series here on GMH. Um, We've been focusing on the labor shortage and has impacted businesses really everywhere, in every city, in every sector, including the healthcare sector for sure. Uh, A local physiotherapist has seen her business greatly impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. And she joins us now. Amber Kusubovich is the owner of Waterdown Physiotherapy. Good morning, Amber. How are you today?
2: Good morning, Rick. I'm fine. How are you? I'm
1: good. How are things at Waterdown Physio these days?
2: Uh, Well, we're keeping pretty busy. And uh, it has been challenging because we have been working short-staffed for uh, much of the pandemic.
1: When you look back to the start of 2020, just before the novel coronavirus is declared a global pandemic by the WHO, how would you describe your business then and how has it changed since?
2: Well, at the beginning of 2020, um, you know, things were going well. We had a full staff and, uh, you know, things were, um, pretty normal. And, um, and then of course, uh, the coronavirus hit and we were closed for 10 weeks for that initial lockdown in 2020. And it was a very stressful time with a lot of uncertainty. We didn't know when we'd be able to reopen and what that would look like. Um, During this time, we did start doing uh, virtual appointments. So that was new for us and something that we still offer. And uh, once we reopened in June of 2020, uh, even with restrictions in place, the business ramped up quickly to where it was before the pandemic and now is even busier. So we were very fortunate in that way. I attribute this growth um, to the fact that many people are working from home and have injuries and aches and pains related to working from home, perhaps not in the best ergonomic setup. And also many people have expressed the difficulty in getting in-person appointments with their family doctor so they're booking directly with our physiotherapist to assess and diagnose their issues.
1: So this and is this if, is presenting a whole new set of challenges for you.
2: That's right. That's right. Because we're we're very busy, and then um, during this time, um, we've had some staff decided uh, decide that it would be a good time to retire. So we've had some longtime employees um, leave due to retirement and we've had others uh re-evaluate their career and decide to return to school so um trying to replace those uh staff members ha- has been challenging for sure
1: or or have you filled the bucket back up or is it still uh, a little bit empty in terms of uh, uh attracting employees to the workplace
2: yeah we're still a little bit empty um we uh we did have the challenge of uh recruiting and interviewing and onboarding staff during the pandemic. Some of that was done virtually. Um, and right now we are still um, trying to recruit um, some professionals, uh, physiotherapist, naturopathic doctor and uh, massage therapist.
1: Amber Kosobovich is the owner of Waterdown Physiotherapy and our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. It's our Future of Work series, and today we're focused on the labor shortage. Uh, would you say there is a labor shortage in the physio field?
2: Yes, definitely. Um, also, there there has been a challenge with um, uh, getting new graduates uh, licensed because the licensing exam um, had some some challenging situations where it had to be canceled several times because of the pandemic. So a lot of new graduates entering the field have not been able to, um, become licensed. And that has also led to a shortage in qualified physiotherapists.
1: What's been the feedback from patients through all of this?
2: Well, the patients have been grateful that we're, we're there for them and, um, that we're, we're doing our best to accommodate, uh, their appointments, um, But of course, sometimes we do have to have a waiting list for uh, appointments. Um, We do have to tell them that, you know, sorry, we can't see you three times a week. We can only see you twice a week. Uh, So that kind of thing has uh, impacted them, but overall they've been very understanding.
1: You can find out more information about uh, Waterdown Physio, uh, the website, waterdownphysiotherapy.com. Visit them on Hamilton Street North, uh, suite number two. Um, Really appreciate the time, Amber. Thanks for joining us and explaining how this uh, COVID-19 pandemic has impacted uh, your workplace. Okay. Thank you very much. The pandemic changed many things in our lives, including how and where we
0: work. As restrictions are lifted, can we go back to the way things were?
1: Should we? 900 CHML examines the impact and its outcomes with our Future of Work series.
0: We'll help you navigate new opportunities within the local, ever-evolving job market and look at the future trends of the post-pandemic economy.
1: Future of Work, an in-depth five-part series airing all this week. Hamilton's News, Today's Talk, 900 CHML.